We are uh, just a couple, couple or a few. What time is this game start? Eight, seven thirty. I think. I think. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. We are. Uh, yeah, a couple hours away from uh, Tampa Bay and Dallas. Titus, I'm going to go ahead and start off with a stat here for you. Ooh, stats. the Cowboys. The Cowboys haven't won a road playoff game since January 17th, 1993. So since before I was born. You said January 1993? Yeah, January 17th. I wasn't born yet either. I was born in May of that year. Wow. Wow. That's it's a drought. Yeah. That's a drought. No Carter. Uh, um, mm. Do do you want to go ahead and you know what? Before we even press into this and give our predictions, because I guess we can't, we won't go too long on that. With um, I mean, people are going to be listening to this to this tomorrow, so they'll already know the results. Maybe we'll edit back in our takeaways yeah. from post game. Yeah, but I have a little quote for you. Okay. Oh, let me let me love pull this up here. I love the quote. When you have something good, you don't play with it. You don't take chances losing it. You don't neglect it. When you have something good, you pour into it. You appreciate it. Because when you take care of something good, that good thing takes care of you too. Titus if I if I gave you one guess, I, I'm assuming you might already know the answer, but if I gave you one guess as to who put this on their Instagram, who would it be? A heartbroken female dealing with it ain't dealing with a very trash person. All right, that's well, that's the number one guess right there. All right, I should have I should have uh, said male. It's a male who. Oh, <laughs> oh, um, Lamar Jackson. Yes. Ding okay. ding ding. Okay. Yeah. yeah all right. He posted ah. that on his IG today. Mm, this is it's getting bad over there, huh? Mm-hmm. Getting real bad. Uh, I saw J.K. Dobbins had some quotes as well. He seems upset. All I saw was he wanted more carries. Yes, he wanted more. Yeah, he wanted more carries. He also said, hold on, let me go back to our NFL. because I was just reading this on our NFL. Yeah, he also said he's tired of being held back. This is from Jeff Zryback. Decky Dobbins says, tired of not getting the ball, tired of being held back. Says Huntley should have never been in that position on the, on the quarterback sneak. And then added, if we had, if we would have had Lamar, we would have won too. Mm. So, I mean, I don't disagree with that. Me either. Probably. Me either. Everyone is highly upset. Um, people want Lamar Jackson back, obviously, because they're, you know, smart. Players know what's going on here. But it's, this, it's almost a mutiny out here, bro. And it's honestly really weird, too, because we talked about John Harbaugh being on the uh, hot seat. Right. Uh, potentially. And yet, really, my takeaway from this weekend before the game and even after, how the heck did the Ravens even get here in the first place, though? I think it's impressive in itself that that dumpster fire was able to roll into the playoffs. And they for uh, the past two games now that they've played one of the most explosive offenses um, in the nation, the Bengals, they kept them at bay. And so I would think they would be looking on this on a more positive side because nobody had the 
had the Ravens making it a one score game or losing no. by one score. And nobody no. had Tyler Huntley throwing for more passing yards than Joe Burrow in that game. So, I mean, I, there's a lot of positive takeaways from it, but I think it's also the thing too, is that one reason why we put uh, John Harbaugh on the potential hot seat was because voices get old. And speaking of voices getting old, Hey, this group has been a while, been around each other for a good minute now when it comes to uh, J.K. Dobbins, um, Lamar Jackson, these defensive guys, other guys on offense. Um, it's just a lot of frustrations. And it sounds like, um, yeah, it's time to make some moves. Yeah, it sounds like, up. yeah, I feel like when guys see you playing with a quarterback who they all clearly love, you know what I'm saying? Like, they definitely feel the way, right? It's like, yo, why y'all playing with our best chance to win? We know what he does day in, day out. Why y'all playing with that? Like, just pay, like, pay him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I understand where they're coming from. Um, they got some good. They, and the thing is, they got pieces, right? Like, Kyle Hamilton's apparently the highest graded uh, Ravens rookie this year. Roquan Smith, they got, they added, they signed him, extended him. But yeah, it's, it hasn't worked, bro. Something's got to give, bro. Greg Roman. <laughs> I know he's great with running games and all that, but there's clearly a ceiling on him as a coordinator. Obviously, it's been that way for a few years, and they've kept they kept sticking with that. And it's to the point where I just saw um, uh, Tony. Who was this? Who was it? I'm in the Ravens subreddit right now. Uh, Tony Lombardi basically said if Greg Roman is still employed by the Ravens on Tuesday because Harbaugh is protecting them, then they both should be gone. Not champion Harbaugh's dismissal, John's dismissal, but if he refuses to remove Roman, he's endorsing a problematic, a prehistoric offense. The existence of which is equals failure, and that's true. The offense has been stagnant, even with Lamar. The offense always hits some kind of wall. And I remember last year, I think it was NFL Live. They were like showing the sets and the plays, and like how Greg Roman hasn't really changed anything since he was in San Francisco or added anything new. It's like you make it off pure talent, and you're wasting that. Yeah, and the players seem frustrated, man. When players get like this, bro, something's got to, something's got to go. Somebody's got to yeah. go. Something's got to change dramatically. And if it's Harbaugh, it's like you said, like you said earlier, it's not a testament on Harbaugh as a coach. He's obviously a great coach still. It's just sometimes it gets old, man. Have we have we read in Philadelphia? Yeah. They're in a well, weird yeah. spot. I think it's spot. um Harbaugh's kind of struck me as a loyalty guy. Yeah. And so right. yeah, so he but if he wants to save his own seat and also save that team, he's gonna have to part ways. Uh, with Greg Roman. I completely right. agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, before I segue to another hardball, do you have anything else on this? On this specific topic? No. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good on the Ravens. Yeah, I'm good on the Ravens. Uh, well, well speaking of hardballs, breaking news, <laughs> Jim Harbaugh is going back to Michigan. Back. He is back. back. to face. He's going to face the music for his crimes yeah. against college football recruiting. Yeah. Faces, crimes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man to man, head on. Collision yeah. course. Um, self-reporting. Yeah. Uh good for Michigan, honestly. Like this is this is a big deal. Um, I kind of thought if he had a chance to leave, I kinda thought he was thinking about leaving. It was because he felt like he had a ceiling there that he wasn't gonna get past. But I still would understand if that's why he left. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. you've done great there. You've done amazing things there. And it's really it's really nowhere up to go. Right, you beat Ohio State two years in a row. You made the college football playoff two years in a row. Um, barring winning the championship, you've kind of done it all there. You've kind of done what you can do at Michigan. So I would have understood him going back to the pros. And he wasn't a bad pro. In a, it wasn't a bad NFL coach either. He was just his. I mean, he didn't get along with the GM and his voice. I think his personality is great. And I don't think dudes take that for too many years, right? But yeah, before he was there, he did amazing things in San Francisco. 
But yeah, I mean, he's going back to Michigan. I think this is this is definitely good for the continuity of the program. Keeps the program intact until we do this all again next year when he does this again. Yeah, um, I say if Michigan loses three, four games next year, he's out the door. Um, I think if they regress, he's yeah, gone. Sure. Or yeah. Yeah. Um, which I mean, there's potential there for them to progress, uh, quarterbacks coming back, um, one of their main running backs coming back, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. And I think that would have been, I don't know. I I think it's better to stay and leave next year when yeah. it's going more downhill than yeah. this, when you're look, looks like you're going uphill well, he uh, got in a one. positive way. Well, he, but with him saying he gained one new Michigan fan, the homie Q, who hung up on me last time we caught him on the show, um, <laughs> he he um he is a Michigan fan today. He had told me that today. Oh wow! I was on the phone with him. I was like, "Oh, how about going back?" He said, "Oh, we back." I was like, "Huh? Like, what you mean? Like, what do you mean we? Like, yeah, we back, man, <laughs> Michigan." Like, what are you doing? What is happening right now? And then I realized what was happening. He didn't want Harbaugh to come coach the Indianapolis Colts. So yeah. he is now a Michigan fan just off just off excitement of him not doing that. So he said yeah. Michigan fan for at least he says Michigan for at least two weeks. I said, get through get through signing day, see what happens. Like I want to stay. <laughs> just stay through signing day at this point. But yeah, yeah. Shout out to Harbaugh. Shout out to well, Khakis. Big win for Khakis. Pleats. Big one for pleats. Pleats for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um well I'm glad you brought that up because now I can transition smoothly and that's how i was going to planning on segue segueing this anyway so speaking of harbaugh the indianapolis colts are interviewing D'Amico ryan's and somebody else i can't remember who's the um it's so bad that his name's blank uh escaping me defensive coordinator for the giants i believe oh i don't know his name either or defense coordinator for yeah, but him and another guy um, are going to be interviewing for the Colts. I don't want D'Amico to go to the Colts. I don't either. I don't either. Um, I was thinking about this yesterday. Um, I was like, I want D'Amico to take the right job. Yeah, which right, is at right. Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> that's what thought, I'm praying for. I thought you know, that's you, what, I thought what you're for. going. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. But no, I think he'd be great at Alabama too, though, honestly. I really do. But yeah, I want him to take. If he takes, then if I want him to take the right job, please don't take the first offer that comes to you because the coach job is not. It's not. A, I don't think that's a good job right now. Do you? No, I mean the potential is there. That's why we've been yeah. putting the Colts on this pedestal that they shouldn't have been placed on. But when you look at the defense, you look at the offense. You got piece. You got pieces there, and that defense honestly should be better than the way it's been performing the past two seasons. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I think he can come in and make an instant impact with that defense. You just got a pretty significant hill to climb when it comes yeah. to the offense. Okay, the coordinators for the Giants were Mike Kafka and uh, Wink Martindale. Wink Martindale, that's who it was, yeah. 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 Um, those are the coordinators to talk to us when he found that. But yeah, I, I just want him to just don't jump, jump at a team that like <laughs> loses their coach with his like close. Like the Chargers job. Not yes. a bad job to take. Although I think they're probably going to go in the offensive direction because they're if they fire Brandon Staley, they're going to the offensive direction because he was a defensive guy. But you got, I think a guy that we've been under the Shanahan tree will understand some offense, right? Mm-hmm. But you've been, you've been coaching against game plan against one of the better defenses in football, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like he could go there and make an impact for sure. If they decide to move off on Brandon Staley. Well, yeah, I want, I did want to ask you that 
Titus, if you were a Chargers fan, are you not pissed that Brandon Staley hasn't already been fired? Because oh, I am livid. Yeah, I would yeah. be surely livid because that is no, that's malpractice. He got to mm-hmm. go, bro. Got and to. You remember last year when he was like the darling for like a little bit? Mm-hmm. Remember that? And he made really, they were like, oh, that, oh no, that was kind of stupid, Brandon. That was kind of dumb. Um, yeah. And now it's just like, oh, you're not the, you're not that good at this, are you? Yeah, nah, he got to go, bro. This is that's nasty. That was nasty work. No, it, it was. It was. <laughs> Plus five with the turnovers and you lost? No, mm-hmm. sir. No, sir. Mm-mm. He got yeah, He got to be. Mm, his bags. I was sweet now. I say, is he got it. Does he get the fly back with him or does he get the Lane Kiffin? What's he get? Yeah. Because that we we got to talk. He's going to talk about your future as a defense coordinator for Sean McVay again. That's the, you going back. You going back home. You get to stay here. You got to go back home. Mm-mm. I think the only way Brandon Staley can save his job is if he just throws Joe Lombardi in front of that bus for him. Yes, Which, that's I mean, the, both, that's the Joe Lombardi is the number one culprit who's got to sure. go. Like, fact, out, out of the two, it, you got to get Lombardi out of there. Yeah, yeah. And if you're not willing to get Lombardi out of there, well, everybody got to go, I guess. We clean the yeah. house, you know what I'm saying? But no, Lombardi is definitely, he's awful too. Yeah, that is a fail. They have failed Justin Herbert badly. Did you hear about that play call? They, I'm not sure. I think it was a fourth down they were going for it, or it's in the fourth quarter. It was a pivotal play. They need to get the first down. And um, what it, it was like a design zone run. But, you know, in the preset, when you're looking at the defense, they, they weren't going to be able to run that inside zone run because um, the defense had stacked up against it or whatever. They're kind of anticipating it. So, yeah. Apparently, the one audible that they have for that particular play is a jet sweep to DeAndre Carter. Well, DeAndre Carter wasn't even in the game. <laughs> so, and, and the original play is actually for Mike Williams. It's an audible okay. jet sweep to Mike Williams. Well, yeah. you know, Mike Williams has been out. out this season, so right. DeAndre Carter has been the guy. And apparently they've run it like three times with DeAndre Carter so far this season, and it's amassed a total of negative 21 yards out of all the three of those plays. Oh. And then they're going to – so he's going to send them out there and tell them, hey, run this play, and, you know, we got kill it. And we can run the sweep. And then I'm going to send you the third string out there, the backup to the backup, um, who's never even run it, ran it before. So when they killed it, went to the jet sweep, the guy wasn't uh, anticipating it and fumbled it. So, yeah, that's a, just one of the many examples of how dumb Joe Lombardi is. Awful. Just awful. Yeah. No. Yeah. Something's got to give, man. And that's got to be it. Lombardi's got to go. Our state has got to go. Our both. Somebody, but somebody's out this week. There's no way. There's no way you can bring that back. Um, I, I know they have offensive line issues. Um, the offensive line isn't great, but Purpose managed that really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, nah, they got to do something. If I'm a Chargers fan, I am finding out how to break curses. Because yeah. this franchise here, boy. Um, I don't know if you saw my tweet, but like they had some, I saw something about Philip Rivers met with, was in the locker room with Justin Herbert for the game. And I tweet oh, out, no. I tweet out, ah, oh, the ceremonial passing of the curse. Because <laughs> that's, 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 that's what, what happened, right? You had to hand it off. Because that, man. Um, shout out to Doug Peterson, though. Doug Peterson when it makes me happy. Always. Um, Jacksonville fans make me happy largely. I don't know. I ended up following Jacksonville fans like years ago and I became cool with them on Twitter. So I'm like, you know what? I rock with y'all, man. Y'all cool people. I'm saying shout out to Duval. Shout out to Duval yeah, one time. But yeah, shout out to Trevor Lawrence, by the way, having a Madden game. 
Yes. That's a Madden game right there, boy. Five picks, and then you win? Yeah, he was, yeah. He was playing Madden. But salute to him, man. He stayed in the fight. Um, We finally answered the question, Levi. Trevor Lawrence is good. Yes. Yeah. He is good. He is good. Can and I I'm glad we saw Yeah, go ahead. Trevor Lawrence is good, but when it comes to up-tempo play... Trevor Lawrence might be one of the best in the league. Mm. And that's just taking from his college days, too. Yeah, because he's really fact. good at up tempo. And that right. was the major change they made in the second half because right. he was getting his lunch eaten by that defensive line and that line that those linebackers. Um, so I mean the pressure in the face just all night in that first half is really what forced those interceptions. Right. But yeah, coming out, deciding to go up tempo. Trevor Lawrence. That's a fact, though. That's a fact. I was super impressed with him and um, them as as a team and everything. Just remember, every win they have, everything they do makes Urban makes me think Urban Meyer should never coach the team again at any level. It yeah. should be a constitutional ban on him from coaching. Like the Supreme Court should step I'll in. That. The Supreme Court should step in because that was malfeasance, malpractice, mal everything, disgusting. Yeah. And the Jags, are, that's going to be a team that's going to be good for a long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because the, the Etienne-Trevor uh, Lawrence thing, do mm. I mean, they're big signings that people clown have all produced. Evan Ingram was important in that playoff game. Bro, Christian Kirk was important in that playoff game. Yep. Evan Ingram had been important except for anything except Madden for like five years. He's only Madden than Madden. He's great. I love, I love Evan Ingram Madden, by the way. That's, that's, yeah. a go, that's, a, that's automatic. <laughs> That tight end speed, that speed, that tight end, beautiful. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, like they they've really done something. Duffy has done an amazing job there. Um, the, even I forgot his name, the GM's name. Do you remember his name? Oh, um, Trent. Trent Balky. Yeah, he's done. Yeah. He's done a good job, and like he didn't do a bad job in San Francisco, but he started making some dumb decisions down towards the end of it. But yeah, no, nah, good. I'm good job, Jacksonville. Yeah, but it it was definitely a curse, and what's crazy is that. When you're playing, um, you know, Monday morning quarterback or whatever, yeah. you you think about the Chargers, like all these little things they could have done differently. One of the things where if they didn't, they kick two field goals inside the 10 yard line, man. Right. I mean, usually they're going to go for at least. Where are your of, guts? Exactly. Exactly. Brandon Staley, I think you let the uh, criticism get to him too. And his decision making there. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. And you can't do that. I ain't gonna lie. You can't do that with Dougie P, man. Because that's one thing that dude is, is not scared. No, he's he not. not. He's not scared of anything. That man turned to Paul Johnson to get a first down. That was incredible. <laughs> like, <laughs> Doug is not afraid of anything, bro. So you can't play You can't play scared against him. You really can't. You really can't, man. And we get a no, matchup. We get a matchup with Andy Reid uh, Andy Reed versus one of his protégés next week, and that's fire. Yeah. No, the Andy Reid coaching tree is strong. The Andy Reid coaching tree is strong out here. <laughs> It is. That's another is. story. That's another story. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, let's see. So 49ers Seahawks, the 49ers Ooh. were able to just hit the gas, Ooh. pedal to the metal in the second half, winning 41 to tw- 23. But in that first half, Seattle almost caught the 49ers riding Purdy. But then San Francisco came out looking purdy. So what are your takeaways from this, Titus? Because that's all I have for you. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, man. Um, the 49ers Seahawks game was interesting. That first half, I'm like, oh, Seattle gonna keep this close. And now I looked up and it was 38 to 17. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, understood. <laughs> but now, nah, man, I think I feel like it was one of those things where it was Purdy getting his feet wet in the first half. Mm-hmm. You know, because he was with some throws with some guys. Um, and and Seattle came out. I mean, a Pete Carroll team is always gonna be ready to play. Always, yeah. like you're gonna beat them, but it's gonna be eventually the talent just becomes too much. San Francisco is overwhelming talent wise, bro. And when things are clicking like that, and some of those passes Purdy hit, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, this might be a thing. Was he this good in? Was he? Did I miss something? Or was he good in college? I didn't think he was good in college. No, I mean, good. I'm not gonna put him. No, nobody expected this. Okay, I yeah. always thought Purdy was a solid. Okay. In okay. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, he, he, right. he he carried that Iowa State team. They had a pretty good record when That's he was fair. there. And yeah. he made a lot of things, you know, turned a lot of some things out of nothing. So. Okay. 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 That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. But yeah, man, that team is so overwhelming talent wise, bro. It's at every position. Having Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey is unfair because mm-hmm. you get a wide receiver, running back flex with both of them. And you got George Kittle. It's it's really unfair what they have over there. Like it's incredible what they've built. But nah, man, that's always and gonna bring the eye up too. Right, right. Yeah. It's they just have so much talent. And defensively, I mean, they're well coached and have incredible talent there. You got uh Nick Bosa over there. Like they man, they're a squad, bro. They're a squad. It's not just sad. They they did with it. They were about the only team in the put in the walk around that handled business the way they're supposed to handle business. Yeah. Cause they, yeah, they terrify me, Levi. Yeah, yeah, I was going to ask you that. I am afraid of them. And it's not even necessarily the offense. I think I'm more afraid of what their defense can do to our offense, right? Mm -hmm. I think we can play them pretty closely defensively because we have a great defense as well, right? But, like, what their offense can do to our offense scares me. It it terrifies me. I don't like it. It's a scary team, man. I don't blame you. Yeah. I never thought I'd be scared of Brock Purdy, but here I am. Petrified. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um... I saw the thing being shared that brought Purdy reminds me of a young Stetson Bennett. And I think it's very accurate. I think if Stetson Bennett were to ever be successful in the NFL, it would definitely have to be under Shanahan. That's a fact. I mean, the play style is pretty much the same. I think their size is pretty much the same. They they're both number 13. It's just that Brock Purdy's two years younger than Stetson Bennett. Wow. Brock Purdy's really 23, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Wow. Man. That's yeah. incredible. Crazy. That was on our last show. That you were telling me that Kirby Smart son was crying, right? Was that you? Or was that no? I think Josh was telling me that. So, oh yeah, Kirby, yeah. He said, yeah. "Um, why is Stetson leaving?" And he yeah, said, "He's yeah. twenty-five years old, son. He's got to leave. <laughs> it, it is time. It is time yeah. to go." <laughs> yeah, Brock Purdy's also six-one. So you're about right on that. Yeah, Brock Purdy's six-one as well. Oh, okay, so yeah, Stetson, so. yeah, six-one. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, same dudes. Right, right. Yes. But Brock, yeah, it's been incredible. San Francisco's a great team, man. Terrible. Darnell Jones. Darnell Darnell Jones. <laughs> Darnell won him Bro, a playoff game, Levi. He was he was running that ball, man. He, he was. was. Yeah. That, that dual threat of him and Saquon Barkley is everything Lamar and J.K. Dobbins is supposed to be. Yeah. It's like the blueprint right there. It really is. Nah, man, Darnell Jones, bro. I, yeah, I saw the numbers in the first half. That's exactly what I texted about my Jones for coining that. But yeah, I mean, seventy-eight yards, seventeen carries, bro. <laughs> Three hundred passing yeah. yards. <laughs> yeah, you know what's so game. crazy, Levi? What's that? I don't think you should pay him. 
No. no. Yeah. I don't think you should pay him. And he, he won a playoff game. Like I look, I feel crazy saying that. It's like, this can't be a like a franchise thing, can it? Mm-hmm. But it's incredible because like somebody just decided one day, like, you know what? You can run the football. It's okay, Daniel. I want you to do that more. And now look at yeah. it. Like he got empowered and look at it. Look at look at what you pushed away for so many years. Thriving yeah. in Daniel Jones. It's beautiful. I think this is more of an indictment on David Cutcliffe now. Oh, for sure. His coach for at sure. Duke. Yeah, you know, he didn't let him run the ball. No, never, never. He doesn't believe yeah. in that at all. It's indictment on Cutcliffe. It's, it might also be an indictment on the Vikings defense, which apparently been pathetic this year. But yeah, I they have. But I think the, the most important thing to talk about from this game, Levi, the biggest takeaway I have is yeah. that on fourth and eight, Kirk Cousins threw a three yard out. On fourth and eight to close the game out. He threw a Kirk down. He threw a Kirk down. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Check, check downs are now forever going to be called Kirk downs. Yes. My favorite thing about that play was the way he walked off the field looking at Jumbotron. What you doing to the Jumbotron for? Go look up there. You yeah. know what you did? It wasn't like they tricked you. You know exactly what you did, Kirk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can we have a Kirk Cousins discussion? Yeah, let's go. I really want to shout out James uh, Dater or Dater. I don't know how to pronounce it. Or Dator. Um, of SB Nation. I just want to read the headline of his article. Yeah, and a paragraph. He said, Kirk Cousins is never going to win anything because he's a Costco hot dog. <laughs> what does that even mean? That? I will tell you. Okay. Paragraph number two starts with, at the center of this is Kirkland Cousins, which <laughs> I've decided is now his name because he's a Costco brand franchise quarterback. Mm. I know that sounds like slander, but it's really not. I have great admiration for Costco items. They're absolutely functional facsimiles of high-end products. They will get the basic job done for you, but nobody's going to be spreading the word about the Kirkland charcuterie platter you bought to the box social. And that's genius writing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a genius analogy. I never thought, but personally, like, if I'm Kirk Cousins, you call me a hot dog, I might have to see you. But, like, to call, to really explain that in such eloquent terms was genius because, like, it's fine. It's cool. But like anybody like out here like, ooh, bring that Costco wine back to the crib. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's doing that. It's not happening. It's not happening, Levi. So when at what point is enough enough is enough enough for the Minnesota Vikings? Like at what point have they had enough of this? I mean, they've paid too much money though. That that's the thing. I would say the that's only valid. thing where that comparison falls a little bit. Is he is a Kirkland hot dog, but he's selling at Hebrew national prices. <laughs> so it's a little off there. No, yeah, for sure. He's a he's like a hot dog. He's a Kirk, he's a Costco hot dog if they got hit with inflation, right? Yeah. Like just just yeah. like hit with the cost of living in, uh, increase, right? That's that's really what he is. Yeah. But yeah, um so let's let's play let's play games. Let's play games, Levi. I wanna play, I wanna play would you would you wouldn't you leave games okay. <laughs> if you're the men if you're the if you're the uh, vikings would you try and trade for lamar jackson yeah you see what you can do see see what see what the, what the call what the talk is yeah i mean pretty, but that's an easy answer though for me because for a lot of these teams i would tell them to go try to make a run at lamar jackson <laughs> Okay, so Kurt technically only has one year left on his contract. Ah, is that the biggest pay year? Yeah, it's a dead cap of $48 million. Jesus, Lord have mercy. You got to petition the NFL for help. 
See, the, the cap is the cap hit is twenty thirty six. But it's probably got a deadline on that when they can trade him before that hits, right? I'm imagining probably. So like, you got to find a, like a third team. Like honestly, honestly, right? This is this is this is my wheels turning. I'm tapping, my wheels are turning. I would maybe send him to one of these quarterback starved teams for a year. They're like trying to get their want to get their next guy some time to grow, right? Like if you're Houston and you draft Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, do you want to throw him out there with that garbage roster you have? No, mm-hmm. let Kirk Cousins take that beating for a little bit and then throw him in the middle of the season. And then you're off with Kirk, Kirk Cousins at the end of the year. Just a thought. Just, just a, little, a little thought. A little thought I had, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I don't feel like you can keep doing this. I know the defense is old. The defense isn't good. The defense is badly coached and everything. But this Kirk Cousins thing has been the consistent factor through all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, and we've seen quarterbacks overcome certain highly paid quarterbacks like him overcome certain things. That's part of the gig, right? You don't get to have everything. You just don't. You have a running back. You have a top wide receiver. You had two top wide receivers at one point too, by the way. When Thielen was still like like that, you have a great tight end in Hawkinson, by the way. Like, you don't get everything. We you got to do something at some point, bro. And he just hasn't proven to be capable of doing that in important when it matters the most. He just hasn't shown that, you know? So I think you yeah. got you got to do something, bro. You can't keep bringing this back because <laughs> insanity. Yeah, I Be- think it's just too out of the... I mean, I just don't see a situation how they can realistically land Lamar Jackson. No, I don't either. I don't either. I was just wondering if you would if you would try and see what you could do. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I definitely push all my chips in because, like you said, that defense has a lot of work to do. But a Lamar Jackson, I would believe he can come in and just outscore whatever our defense right. lets up. Lamar with, with the Dallin, yeah, Lamar Dallin Cook, Hawkinson, and Jefferson. He's never had a Jefferson. He's always had like a Hawkinson, somebody like like Andrews, right? He's never yeah. had a Jefferson though. Yeah, like it's it get it get crazy with the right coordinator too. I have a Viking stat for you. Go ahead. The Vikings have not beaten a non-Saints team in the playoffs in fourteen years. Oh yeah, that's right. You said that. That's they crazy. only beat the Saints, which is pretty funny to me. I feel like you'd be fun. playing you as a Falcons fan. No, it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why I was happy to send it to you. I'm like, you know what? My boy deserves some some joy during the playoffs. I know it seems like here, but he still gets to laugh at the Saints. We should all always we should always laugh at the Saints. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, yeah. Laughing at the Saints is so much fun. Isn't it though? It it really is. Yeah. Yeah. Like that Anthony Mackie video is probably one of the best videos. <laughs> That has come out in a while. What do you tell, dude? I blame your father. Yeah, yeah. He just kept, printing, but the guy, he just didn't let up. He no, said, he was, he was continuing. The dude was Rise not going to stop. Rise up. <laughs> it's a great video for sure. It's, it is a great video. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. Well, we kind of hit on all the game. Well, Bill's Dolphins. The Bills hey. Blew that. Hey, Mike McDaniel. Um. I know you're cool and all. I know you are outmatched and all, but like, you should get the play calls in faster. That's my professional. That's my like not professional opinion, but like maybe we should run the offense a little faster, bro. Because did you know he was vaping on the sidelines? <laughs> are you serious? I yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't. I never saw it, but apparently he was. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. That's why he's so calm. That's, that's why he was so calm while not getting the plays in. Yeah, in time. But no, like I'll joke aside, man. Um, I feel like Dolphins played as best they could. I mean, they played as best as they could, but given the circumstances, I feel like they did what they did what they could, right? Like, um, yeah, I think they overachieved. Right, for real, for real. Because I thought they were really gonna get run off the field in that game, and they still had a chance at the end. You know, and that was mm-hmm. really impressive. Um, I do have Josh Allen raise my 
lower my glasses. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a turnover scene there, aren't you, buddy? Mm-hmm. A little bit of a fumble ruski. Mm-hmm. You good? Might want to fix that for the Bengals game because they ain't gonna let me say they ready to run. Uh, they got dudes ready to run fumbles back ninety eight yards. Apparently, they mm-hmm. are prepared for this. You know, <laughs> so I'm that's I'm very curious. I think that needs to get cleaned up. That needs to be addressed. Um, also, I forgot Cole Beasley was back. Yeah, I remember him signing, but I forgot he signed. Right, I feel like some of the dudes is built for playoffs. So Kobe's is always. I feel like he's always showing up at playoffs. Now. Yeah, he, he always is. making an impact. Yeah, um, but nah, that game is interesting. I feel like I am concerned for the Bills just because that was a lot. I was slapping a lot of turnovers. Mm-hmm. And you're about to play a team that you're not getting away with that with. You're not getting away with that with Cincinnati. You're just not. It's not gonna happen. So nope. But no, good win for the Bills. Good season for the Dolphins, regardless. Uh, hey, your boy, uh, your boy Jalen. Yeah, he's Jalen Waddle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, those drop passes. Uh, I mean, I just never seen his drop passes in the NFL have been uncharacteristic to me. Right, because he didn't never really saw him drop a pass at Alabama. So it's kind of odd. Yeah, like Julio, you saw Julio drop pass at Alabama. So him dropping pass every now in the NFL was a shock. It's like, yeah, just that's just Julio. Mm Yeah, he got drops every now, even with Ridley, right? But he never had that problem. I didn't feel like Waddle never had that issue. No, that that group of three that we had, they were all very, I mean, four, uh, Judy, Ruggs, uh, Waddle, and um, who's who's my fourth guy that I'm thinking of Jameson? here? Well, Jameson, yeah. Um, um who am I missing? Who am I thinking? You said Judy. Judy, Judy Ridley. Ruggs, Waddle, Devontae Smith. That's right. That's, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. They all, it's so crazy because they were all like, they all just took a year each. Like, yeah, I, I got it this year. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, they all, yeah. you know. So, yeah. so it was very odd. Um, I felt bad for him there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if he would have made a few of those plays, result easily could have been something Man. different. Right. For sure. For sure. Um, Skylar Thompson might have earned some solid backup money with that performance, though. Solid yeah, he backup, did. Red. He, he impressed me. Yeah, he was solid in that game for sure. But yeah, man, great season for the Dolphins. Bills, got my, got my eyes on you. My glasses mm-hmm. down. I'm looking at you like, all right, all right now. Don't play that game with Cincinnati. Yeah. Hey, um, as a brand, you and me, are we cheering for Bills Chiefs game so we can find our way to Atlanta? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll make sure. Yeah. I'll just make sure we're on the same page with that. We are. And same with the tickets <laughs> going to be running at. Bet. Yeah. I'm here for it. I still feel like they're going to be ridiculous, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I'm hoping. I feel like your theory, you're probably more correct, but I'm so not the hope of this theory that they have tickets cheap because they got people got to catch flights. Just because I've yeah. never met a Bills person, a Bills fan in real. I feel like they're all in Buffalo, but they're all super passionate. Mm. I've never seen a Bills fan in the wild. Have you? Yeah, I know. A little more traveling. You know, I was cheering for their demise because of one. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. I forgot that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Bills cheese um, Atlanta. Well, yeah, we covered that. So with Dallas, Tampa Bay kicking off in a little over an hour and a half, what's it going to be, Titus? What's it going to be? Levi, let me tell you my thought process of this matchup, right? Mm-hmm. Last Sunday, my mom was texting me. She's like, you can't leave a room for Tom Brady. And I was like, I think I'm cheering for anybody. I, don't think, I might not even watch this game. I might protest this game in pre- with prejudice. Like they say in court, you know, dismiss case of prejudice. Like I might protest this entire game. I don't, this don't want anything to do with this, right? Mm-hmm. Then by like the weekend, I was like, you know what? I hate Dallas enough to wear. Because the, the problem is, Levi, is that the sooner Dallas loses, the sooner Jerry Jones calls Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that in my life. I really don't want that problem. I want somebody to hire him as soon as possible. Please, for the love of God, get him away from me. Get that threat away from me, right? 
But if Dallas wins, the threat of them actually making a Super Bowl gets realer and realer. Mm. Or the threat of us seeing them in a playoff game gets realer and realer. And I don't want that in my life. I did the Carolina Duke thing last year. I never want to do it again, Levi. I don't want that. I Mm. really don't. So it's like that. So by Saturday, right, I'm like, you know what? Brady won this game wouldn't be so bad. Let's do it. You know, that wouldn't be so bad, right? Yeah. And then by today, I'm like, I can't bring myself to actively cheer for them. I just, (laughs) it's not in me to do that, Levi. It's really not. Because I've spent most of my life not rooting for him. So how can I just start tonight? And I feel like also if I start now, he's going to get smoked. Yeah. So why would I start now, right? Yeah. So I don't know what to do. I talked over my friend. She told me, she told me, um, she's like, I feel like you should just take a mental health day and not watch it. Just protect yourself because you don't need all that stress in your life, all that negative energy. You should do something you like to do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? It's a great point. So I'm leaning in that direction. However, that does not mean I will not make a pick, Levi. I will make a pick. I got the Cowboys. Mm. I do. I know I always do this thing with Brady where like I his team, I'd be like, they're not good enough to win this game. They're just mm. not. And I feel like they're not good enough to win this game. I just, I don't, I just feel like they're not. I feel like the NFC South thing, man, it's like, I can't, I don't want to pick team that won that division. That division was super fraudulent, right? I don't want to pick them to win that. I feel like Cowboys at their core are a very good team and should handle this game fairly easily. I do. So I'm picking the Cowboys to win this game. Will I laugh if they lose? Absolutely. Will I be upset when Sean Payton gets hired? Absolutely. But you know what? The way we get through life is by conquering our fears, Levi. And I'm afraid of Sean Payton, but you know what? Bring him on. Bring him on. Ah, I like it. I like it. All that being said, I got Dallas winning. Just want to make that clear. Yeah. How about you? I just like imagining you watching this game tonight, just in a total state of indifference with no, right. with just blank. Um, yeah. Expressions. With that Stephen face. A. Smith mean that Stephen A. Smith yeah. unimpressed me. Like just sitting there watching it like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know better against Tom sh- though. You know better yeah, against Tom. The streets are going to continue. The, the Tom Brady playoff success streak will continue and the Cowboys choking um, and keeping this, and, you know, 1993 yeah. streak alive. So and Brady's ain't no against them, right? I think he's never like, he's like no against Cowboys. I mean, yeah, they played again. They played earlier this year in Dallas. I mean, Tampa Bay won like 19 to three. Yeah. Like that, so. Yeah. Mm. It's, mm, yeah. I want to change my pick almost, but I'm not going to. I'm going to stick with the Cowboys. I already did it. It's on the record. This, we're just going to live with this. Yeah. And I believe, too, the narrative the by nation. the Bucks, which is they have yet to string everything together. So mm-hmm. if they can just have a game where they string everything together, they'll be fine. So yeah. this might be it. It could be. It could be. Um, you got Well, if they win this game, would you, have to be, would you pick them against San Francisco? No. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think so either. Yeah. I really don't. But yeah. <laughs> Which they got killed by San Francisco earlier. Yeah. No, there's no oh, way they did, didn't they? Against San yeah. Francisco. Yeah. And like I think that O line's not good enough to handle the San Francisco uh pass rush. That, that pass rush is nasty. Yeah, they're not. But who is but yeah. 
There's only one offensive line in football good enough to handle that pass rush. You know where it belongs? In the city of brotherly love, baby. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Lane Johnson with one abductor. Whatever an abductor is. Mm-hmm. Jason, all all uh all protein, Jason Kelsey. You know? Yep. 40-year-old Jason Kelsey. That's yeah. right. He's yeah. I don't I don't know how he's still doing this. I know his no. body hurts. No, no, like I really know his body. Like I don't even want them. To, if we don't go out in the proper way, I don't even want them to trick him into come back into the year. Jason, go rest, bro. You deserve it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's pretty much already made up in his mind. Just yeah, the last year. Yeah, it's been like three years of this. So I think he's done for real. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Right. Yeah. So yeah, man. Cow. I got the Cowboys. Levi has the Bucks. Ah, bleh. it's got a weird taste yeah. in my mouth. Ah, <laughs> ah it's disgusting. Um, anything else you want to hit on? I don't think so. I think that was it. Um, I don't think I had anything else. Yeah. And um happy last thing. Happy uh mom feels weird, but tomorrow with Kane Day today. Um takes some time. Yeah, yeah. Read some like things from Martin Kane that aren't necessarily the most mainstream and you might learn a lot. Yeah. So I'll just say that. Yeah, I'll leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. Uh leave off my boy. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate you, D'Amico Ryan's. I appreciate you. Please come to Alabama. <laughs> Just think about it, man. Be D coordinator for a few years, and then the keys are yours. <laughs> it would be super interesting if they made him head coach and waiting, though, right? It would be great. Why not? Let Shanahan will try and give him the stay. I think. I mean, I don't know. I think Shanahan. If I'm saying like, yo, give him half my salary, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to find another one. Yeah, <laughs> it's like when they got the Ram job. Back. I don't think they'll hold him back, though. I don't think so either. You know, I don't think so either. Serving of it. Yeah, it's like when they got the Ram job. I'm like, yo, Wade, hey, Wade Phillips, hey, that's yours. You just whatever you need to do over there, you do that. Thank yeah. you. Like <laughs> for real. <laughs> but yeah. Hey, um, have you heard who's in our running though? Like, Ooh. there's three, three names. That are probably going to be DC. I haven't. Bob Petrino, he ready to move up again? No, I'm just going to give you one name. (laughs) Okay. My boy, Jeremy Pruitt. He did get fired, didn't he? That's right. He did get fired at Tennessee. A few years ago, yeah. Yeah, that's right. He was good, though. He was solid at Alabama, though. He was definitely solid. Jeremy Pruitt, I still make the argument that even though they're very close, I give the edge to Jeremy Pruitt when it comes to best defense coordinators out of him and Kirby. Uh, Cause Jeremy Pruitt, look, Kirby will just sit back in zone and let a quarterback just slice your secondary up. Mm-hmm. But Jeremy Pruitt is going to bring the heat. He's coming. He's coming for him. Make your QB make quick decisions. So yeah. That's real. That's real. Yeah. Pruitt. But, um, um, interesting. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. But I mean, the investigations are still ongoing with Tennessee, so that may affect it too. So, oh, they investigation when he was there. Yeah, he's the one with the Chick Fil A bags of money. Oh, that's right. He didn't even wouldn't have to be doing all that. Either. That's the crazy part. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's wild. That's really insane. He wasted your I mean, bread. My favorite story is that you know it was always reported it was McDonald's bags, and then a few part. months ago it was like, oh, correction, they were actually Chick Fil A bags. <laughs> The details are important. Yeah. No, we never gave McDonald's bags. No, right, money. right. Right. So I wonder how they figured that out, right? Like, how they getting, like, we never gave McDonald's bags money. Yeah. They like pointed fast food chains. Yeah. And it was like, it was Sunday. It was on Sundays. They would never get Chick fil A bags. We had money in them. I wonder if they tested like each bag, like which which bag was the most <laughs> capable of carrying that money. 
Which bag smell like waffle fries? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, that's the one. Got him. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> well, I guess that's it for not the experts. Yeah. Great. Fantastic.